Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I am not your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, because this week our resident daddy parrot himself, Mr. Jamie Powis, will be taking up the helm as DM for a very special Clash of Creators one-shot. We're doing something a little different for the next few weeks. Well, our wonderful and talented friend, Miss Amy Mallet, a.k.a. Zakiah Rubbledusk, a.k.a. Miss Alyssa Vixen Steadyheart, moves across the country and is kind of without internet and the ability to record for the next few weeks. But that does mean that we have, of course, drafted in the help of two excellent D&D creators from the world of TikTok and Twitch, who I will introduce you to very soon. But first and foremost, I'm, of course, joined by whatculture.com's Adam Wilborn. The name's Gary the Dragonborn Dragon. What else can I say? If anything goes wrong, I'll just claim it's my first day. My skills have been honed. They're not heaven sent. But I tell you what's unpredictable. My accent. It changes each day with the roll of a die. So where am I from today? Oh my, I'm... G'day, I'm Australian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Adam, you are bringing the chaotic energy to this already. I love it. Oh, my God. When did you decide and come up with that? So, basically, I was thinking (laughs) to make my character, who's doing work experience, he's using the old Homer Simpson excuse of, oh, it's my first day, but to make sure that doesn't get back to upper management... He just changes his accent each day. So I've got six possible accents, hopefully none of which will offend our lovely guests. Don't worry, Molly, I'm not going to attempt yours. Oh, uh, no. And, uh, I've, uh, I've really made a mistake here, guys. I'm really sorry. Uh, well, we cannot wait for hilarity to ensue with your accent during the course of this one-slash-two shot. Um, I'll get on with introducing our esteemed guest, shall I? Introducing our first D&D creator. It's Molly Rennie. The fact that Audrey is still the ship's cleaner is baffling, but nobody would dare to fire this halfling. <laughs> very oh, nice. nice. Very good. Very, very nice. Molly, well... hot with the rain. <laughs> yes, welcome to Dice with Death. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're, of course, playing Audrey. We'll find out more yes. about her character later. Um, I'll introduce our second D&D creator, shall I? It's Billy Tricks. Hello. Oh, this is really long, and I'm so sorry, but I literally hyper-focus <laughs> on this so much, and I'm really into it. So I'm I love it. it. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Okay. In lands of myth and magic's embrace, there dwells a thrykreen grumpy in face, a druid of bugs with powers profound, small in stature, mighty, renowned, with chinitus, I can never say this word, limbs and antenna high, this insectoid marvel catches the eye, but don't be deceived by the size so petite, for within beats the heart with a grumpy beat. Aboard the shit eater, a ship not quite so grand, our thrykreen struggles to take command. With clumsy manoeuvres and crashes galore, driving's a skill they just can't explore. But fear not, dear listener, for there is more to tell of our druids' two ta- true talents, their story to expel. A delivery driver for cosmic couriers they be, nimbly traversing the galaxies, swift and free. 
Holy Amazing. fuck. <laughs> like tiny. Wow. Tiny clips. Like a rhyming couplet, just so you know, guys. That's, that's, that's where this is going to go. <laughs> tiny little claps for both of you. Um, Molly and Billy, welcome to Dice with Death. We're very excited and very much looking forward to playing with you guys today. Um, Thank you. And finally, our fatherly DM for this one shot, it's Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. How about an adventure in space while Amy moves place? I am the DM. Um, I'm, I'm, have I got the baton now, Ollie? Yeah, you can take over now, mate. Go for it. Give me that baton. So I'm also joined by BBC's Ollie Bateman. <laughs> and I do mean, I do mean uh, the British Broadcasting Corporation. And not the other thing. Not Big Black Cock. That's not what That's you... the one. Okay, but fine. I don't want to shame you if you're into that. So you, you do you, mate. <laughs> well, thank you very much for introducing me. Um, I guess you can, you can. I mean, you can start the game if you want. Um, did you expect me to have a rhyme or? I did. I did. I thought you'd have a rhyme. Oh, you that's, like a rhyme? that's so. Oh, I, I really wish I'd sat down and. All right, my lovers, I'm Shou Kung Lao. No need for an applause, <laughs> although I shall take a bow. I, criminal I once was, now an engineer of sorts. I'm a delivering cosmic courier. Can't you tell by my postman shorts? If things get Larry, <laughs> I'll use my monkish charm to stunning strike these motherfuckers using only my palms. Let's get to it, Jamie. You know the drill. Molly, Billy, and Adam. Let's roll some dice and get ready for our total party kill. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for a Spelljammer adventure? Yes. yes. Let's go. Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> I forgot. I'm not going to get over that. I immediately <laughs> forgot. I so forgot. Sorry. Go on. We see. Thousands of small rocks and boulders floating in the vacuum of space. We're in an asteroid field orbiting a bright central star at the edge of the universe. In the distance, a small dimly lit object catches our eye. As we look closer, we see a ship racing towards us. A green vessel with a tree standing proud at its centre holding giant silver sails. On the bow, we see the registration number SH1T8R and... As we look down the hull, we see the recently rebranded corporate logo of the Cosmic Couriers. As we push through the bubble of air surrounding the vessel, we meet our crew. At the base of the tree, we see a seat weaved together from the roots which hold the entire ship together. Sitting at the spell jammer helm, we find our pilot. Billy, can you tell us a little bit about your character? So I am playing Thry Cream. Um, her name is Cricket, or their name is Cricket, I should say. And she is very small and petite. She's pretty grumpy. She's been given this job as a driver, but she cannot drive for anything. And uh, she, she just really doesn't want to be there. But she's got to do. She's got to work because her colony owns the cosmic couriers. So she's here whether she likes it or not. Brilliant. And so we follow those routes down through the main deck, and we find ourselves in a hold full of parcels. Adam. Can you introduce your character? G'day. <laughs> <laughs> the name's uh, Gary the Dragonborn Dragon. Basically, what you see is what you get. I'm 15 years old. I've been told I've got to do work experience, but I'm not very good at my job, so I have to keep changing accent on a daily basis to subvert the management structure of this horrifically run company. Um, 
So I'm just here to get by, keep my head down, and uh, hopefully get out of this as, as quickly as possible. Uh, we travel through the hull of the ship and down to the glowing green crystal at the rear. The arcane engine crackles with power as it propels the vessel through space, hanging from the side of the ship, trying to prise a giant barnacle off the hull is our next crew member. Molly, can you introduce yourself? Well, I'm Audrey, a small halfling <laughs> woman, uh, here pulled up in a very tight bun. Uh, I'm, for lack of a better term, the ship's cleaner. Um, though I, I'm not sure how much cleaning I really get done. I, I tend to find little trinkets that I like to keep about the ship. They may or may not have belonged to people before, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and as we travel down the main deck through the branches of that central tree, we find someone working underneath a parcel delivery cannon. Ollie, can you tell us about your character? All right, my lovers, I'm Shokung Lao. I'm a 40-year-old ex-criminal. Um, I say ex-criminal. I was working for um, working for the, the Galactic Army and uh, was caught selling... Um, selling galactic military technology which i was uh, therefore arrested and was given criminal charges i am now an engineer of sorts aboard this ship this delivery ship as i can use my skills as an engineer to man the parcel cannons as it were um yeah i'm five for eight i've got a uh <laughs> an a, an old like athlete <laughs> an old athlete's body like he's 40 and he's broad-shouldered but he's got a gut um, and he's he looks like a he looks like a delivery driver that you would see coming to and from in your house um, with posty shorts on, steel cap toe boots. He's bold. He's got a big bushy beard and is covered in prison tattoos. Um, Cricket, you watch as that kind of gnarled tree uh, hands you a clipboard, and the tree lowers down another branch and starts impatiently tapping a sundial that it's got in one of its branches. What do you want now? He's going to tap that tree. He's going to tap that clipboard so hard. All right. What's on the clipboard? So it says, uh, pick up Universe's End Tavern, Sector 12, uh, Maria Asteroid Field, and then deliver Sector 12, Maria Asteroid Field, Star of Maria. I'm reading it. If you can read a face of mandibles, it would kind of look frustrated at why we're delivering to the same area and it doesn't seem that far away. And I've also heard bad things. I, I think that tree is gonna it's gonna shrug back at you and um, <laughs> he's kind the tree is going to kind of do the like the kind of like the end of its branches, do like that money symbol, kind of like money. Money. Fine. Alright then. So I look on uh, kind of on my little dashboard and try and find how to navigate us to the location of the gap. So actually, uh, roll me a perception check. Okay, here we go. First roll. First roll, first everybody. Roll. Come first on. Roll. Here we go. Nat 20 on the way. <laughs> 19. Oh, lovely. Oh, start. That's a great start. Yeah, so you actually, you look in the distance and you can see this cluster of asteroids ahead of you. And yeah, you 100% uh, can see that cluster of asteroids where you're heading. Yeah, you're heading there right now. Oh, good. We're on our way. I better go. I better. I better let them know we've got another pick. Do we have on our ship like a um, a way to communicate with other people who are in the 
uh, other departments. Nice. Um, I would say you could kind of talk through some of the roots of that tree. So you want to grab like a branch and talk into it. I'm going to talk into it and all they're going to hear is like clicking noises because most of my talking is actually tele- like telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to start clicking into one of the roots. It's going to sound like Morse code. What are the rest? So you can hear this kind of clicking through the whole of the ship. Maybe, um, Audrey, you're having difficulty because you are hanging off the side of the ship right now. <laughs> um, but everyone can hear this clicking. It sounds like Cricket's got a job for us. Best go up to the... Uh... Let's go up to the uh, the hull. See what she's uh, see what she's doing. I'll fix this cannon later. It's fine. You just see me like unclogging this cannon with like parcel tape that's just absolutely <laughs> filled it and is jamming it up. Um, <laughs> but I <laughs> I light a match and just throw it into the into the cannon to see if I can burn any of the stuff out of it. But I make my way up to the hull to see cricket. Are you, are you, are you leaving that? Are you leaving that going just for? That's right. I am. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let me just roll, let me just roll a d20, see what happens. Great. Okay, oh cool. Yeah, so. fine, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> so, is, is everyone going up to that kind of, the, the main deck? Yeah. You, you, you see me tap on a portal as I see Audrey, and I just tap on it to get her attention and go, here, come on, dearie, we've got to go up to the hole. You can get that barnacle off later. Well, I'm fine. I'm just trying to do one last scrape of it before giving up. I'm just coming. I open the um, I open the airlock for Audrey to get back into the ship. Cool. As you open the airlock, you can feel like a, a whoosh of air kind of coming out. Um, there's kind of an air bubble around, actually, so you don't really get that much. It's more like um, it's kind of a bit of a windy day. You're travelling quite quickly. You get a bit of breeze going on, so it's kind of like open, trying to open a car door as it's going quite quick. <laughs> but you open the door and you get her in. Lovely. I see. I see Audrey, and I go, "All right, my lover." We should just, you know, get in the ship now, looking a bit cleaner. Yeah, no, I've anybody else helps me with that around here. No, well, you are the cleaner. I guess that's your job. Um, well, I mean, it would be nice to have some help every now and then. Well, why don't you ask the in- why don't you ask that work experience boy if he can help you out every now and then? Oh, he's no use, him. <laughs> why? Why? What's he done? But be- between you and me, he's got a bit of a strange voice. That one. Ah, oh, right. What 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 do you mean a strange voice? Well, well, the other day, I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't Australian the other day, but it seems to be today. Just just wait and see. I, I promise you. Right, You'll okay. hear it. Um. All right. I'll keep an eye out for that one. And um, I think as I end the conversation and turn away, I think I catch a glimpse of something shiny on. Audrey's wrist, and I look at and I look at my own wrist and realise that my watch is no longer on my own wrist. <laughs> uh, would you say anything about that? Are you just gonna? I've known Audrey for uh, for like six months at this point, and I know what she does. So I just kind of go, <sighs> "All right then," and I just start walking towards the hull. <laughs> uh, you heading upstairs, Gary? Sorry, Gary, the Dragonborn Dragon. Yeah, um, if there was uh, security camera footage of Gary, he'd be moving a package that is quite clearly labelled fragile. Uh, hears the clicking, knows that that means some sort of group meeting and immediately just drops it and walks out. <laughs> you hear a shattering, an absolute shattering of a million pieces. 
And Gary says to himself, but inexplicably also in his accent, well, mate, that sounds like someone else's problem. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, you hear me shout across the, across like, the, the room that you're in and go, come on, Gary, you've got to go up to the, the elm. Cricket's got something for us to do. You bitch, you cobber. <laughs> <laughs> cobber, wow. Okay. Give me a charisma check, see if you can pull that off, because <laughs> I am not sure. Four. <laughs> <laughs> the dice know, don't they? They just know. They just, um, know. They just... <laughs> Lean over and I'm like, do you see what I mean about that voice? <laughs> <sighs> it's very, very puzzling, and I don't know why he does it, but he's the only help we got so far, so we best um, we best just get on with it. I, I want to get my paychecks and get out of here. So as you're all going to the main deck, so you kind of, you're all coming to the main deck, um, you are getting close to, to this kind of sector of asteroids, and you see these, like, really huge, mile-wide rocks kind of just floating around this kind of central sun. Um, so, uh, can, everyone can make me up another perception check, actually, see if we can spot, uh, the tavern that you are supposed to be going to. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Ooh. It's like I'm channeling my inner 15-year-old. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you are so focused on his accent that you are literally perceiving nothing at the moment. Uh, no. So... With you, with you, sixteen, um, you can see on one of these rocks uh, perched on them is kind of a really weathered-looking tavern. Um, it looks really kind of ramshackle. It's built out of salvage materials. It looks like it's been patched up so many times. There's so many kind of rocks kind of like firing about in here. Uh, you can make out a sign that says uh, "Universities End." Uh, and you can also see kind of a, a weird shimmering around the asteroid. Uh, so you think there's probably an air bubble around it. Uh, with your 16, you can see a pier as well. So somewhere you can park the ship. Uh, there's a couple of other ships next to it. Uh, and uh, in the distance, the absolute far distance, kind of playing in this asteroid field is a pod of space whales. Oh, I do love whales. So guys, are you... Are you Going to the asteroid. What are you doing? What are you? I'm going to ask Cricket because you're driving. Where are you yep. putting them? So as everybody comes up, I kind of basically start to explain. I give uh, the keyboard um, over to Lau. Lau, uh, take this. We've got a delivery to do. It's down here. We got. Can we park somewhere here? I start trying to like take us into the parking parking zone <laughs> of the pier. <laughs> do I recognise any of the other ships that are parked up? Uh, so you don't recognize kind of any of the names of the ships but there is a pretty big galleon there and they're really kind of beaten up um it's called a wasp ship so basically it looks kind of like a wasp so it's got like a big bulbous head on it a little flat deck on the top and then kind of wings next to it and then two of those are parked up um yeah i'm just gonna try and park us delicately I think so. Spell jamming, you are controlling this ship with kind of your magic powers. So you are a druid, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. So give me a oh, give me like a wisdom check and see if you can think this ship to park it. Sixteen. Sixteen. So, you know, it's not 
it's not kind of like a you know fast and furious kind of like spin <laughs> into a parking bay but it's a decent job like you know you you know you take your time you get it in maybe one side is a little bit closer to the edge of the bay than the other but you're in it's all that matters and you park your shit and the pier um is reasonably close to that kind of tavern really uh, you can see it it's probably about a minute's walk maximum a minute's slow walk you probably get there a bit quicker if you wanted but yeah reasonably close okay cool um i'm gonna see if we can is um so where is everyone else on the ship like what are you guys all doing like because i feel like who's gonna go pick up the thing i, d- I don't want to go pick it up i'm like in my station this is my station <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that'd be a job for probably me since i look the most like a postman anyway in my shorts and steel toe cap boots but i think in terms of duties i'm probably the one that gets off the ship to pick up the parcels the most and bring them back on well um I'm, so I give you the clipboard um, and like do what the tree did to me, basically. Like, come on, next payday. Righto. Okay. Um, you're not coming with? No. Bugger off. All right. Um, <laughs> Jamie, did you say that you there was a tavern that we could see? Yeah, the tavern. So you're picking it up from the uh, universe's end tavern and you can see it about a minute away from where you parked up. Okay, cool. I say... Uh, Gary, the dragonborn dragon, you're coming with me. You bitch up, filler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shao Kung Lao just kind of sighs and goes, all right. Um, Audrey, do you want a little break from cleaning my love? You might be able to get a better look at that barnacle from the outside. Oh, well, I might as well come and stretch my legs for a bit. Righto. Okay. Um, cool. We exit the ship and head towards the tavern leaving cricket clicking on her own <laughs> cool okay splitting the party straight away i love that <laughs> i absolutely love that uh so uh you guys are heading to uh the tavern right now yeah yeah cool lovely um you get to this door of this very ramshackle tavern like you look at the doors they're kind of mismatched there's some windows in them but they're kind of not even straight it's an absolute kind of cacophony of random bits of space garbage you going in uh can i as i'm knocking on the door first of all to like i'll I'll start knocking on the door to the tavern is there a way for me to communicate with cricket back on the ship like a a radio or an intercom just to ask um, who I'm picking the delivery up from. I know I've got the address, but is there a, a person of interest that I can pick the delivery up from? Oh, that's that's really good. I think you absolutely can do that. That's fine. So you have like sending stones, whatever, mobiles. I quite like the idea of like a, a Star Trek communicator that you kind of flick it. Like a, like a Motorola phone, yeah? Basically, you've got a Motorola <laughs> Razor. That's what you've got in your hand right now. Oh, <laughs> Lovely. I unflick the Motorola razor um, and I go, uh, here, Cricket, is there is there a name on that delivery for who I'm picking it up from or is it just address to address? Pick up. Pick up the phone. Telepathy. <laughs> I just click in Morse code the name of the person who we have to pick it up from, which is... Didn't actually say a name. <laughs> oh. I said I didn't. Uh, confusing clicks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if she's talking or if she's just like typing on a keyboard. I can never tell. But either way, um, I think we just have to go in there. But I am, I am knocking on the door, Jamie. I'm absolutely knocking on this tavern door. Hello? Is anybody in there? I've got a parcel to pick up. So you knock on this door and it kind of opens slightly and you hear music. Music and talking. What kind of music do we hear? Uh, you hear... I don't know. This is in my head because of Eurovision. Uh, you hear a cover <laughs> of uh, Whole Again by Atomic Kitten. Just playing. It's really blaring in there. You can make me whole again. again. Looking back on where we first met. <laughs> Nobody yeah. else is joining in. Great. Okay. No. Um, I, I could have clicked can... with you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot escape and I cannot forget. <laughs> Baby, you're the one. You still turn me on. You can make me old again. Oh, he loves that song. From Just Gal- to confirm, from everyone, Galactic if you're Kitten. listening, if you're, if you're listening right now, that actually was Ollie singing and not <laughs> Carrie Katona. Uh, yeah. Cool. Please so... don't sue Atomic Kitten. <laughs> uh, she, Carrie Katona does sue. We've got to be careful, actually. <laughs> she does. She does. Famously so. You can hear this music blaring, you can hear people talking. Cool. Uh, I start singing, pushing the door open and looking for the where the music's coming from and who's in the tavern. Cool. So you see this tavern is bustling with activity. You've got customers from, customers from all over the galaxy have gathered here uh, seeking shelter from space. Uh, you've got aliens of all shapes and sizes mingling with humans, laughing and drinking together. The interior is pretty dimly lit at the moment and um, with only a few flickering candles providing illumination. Uh, the walls are made of a rough metal. The air is thick. It's got a scent of smoke and spilled drinks. It's a proper, proper pub. Uh, you see the patrons kind of seated on kind of wooden chairs, tables and chatting and just really enjoying kind of the lively atmosphere. Cool. I shout to the rest of the bar and say, all right, I'm here to pick up a parcel. Anybody know anything about a parcel for a, a cosmic courier's delivery? Uh, so you see um, one of the tables is a plasmoid. So a plasmoid is like basically like a gelatinous kind of creature, has no kind of main form. Uh, but you see a bright blue plasmoid. He's featureless and he is sitting at a table and right in front of him is a parcel which is about shoebox sized. I uh, turn to the plasmoid and I say, all right, sticky man, I don't know where your ears or your mouth are, but I'm going to try and talk around where I think your face and head is. Um, is this a parcel that you want me to take? Uh, you uh, hear kind of like a... Oh, oh, sorry. Um, hi. Uh, yeah, please. If you could take... Yeah, are you from the, um, the, the, the Cosmic Couriers? Yeah, that's right. That's us. Oh, uh, that's, that is amazing. You are, you are quite late. Oh, right. How late are we? About a week. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Well, sorry, nothing I can do about that. It's all like a, it's like there's been a leap year and there were some bank holidays and <laughs> lots of, you it's know. my like, first day as well, so it's not my fault. It's, not, it's my first day, so it's not down to me. Right, exactly. It's his first day, so we can basically put all the blame on him, right? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Always remember, it was the Australian guy who works for Cosmic Carriers who messed this up. You got it. <laughs> So, like, you're hearing this voice, uh, but you literally can't see any sort of movement um, uh, from this kind of plasmoid. And you hear like, "Oh, um, so do, do I hand you? Do I hand you the parcel now?" Yeah, you can. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I can just take it off the. 
I can take it off the table for you if you want. I look to Audrey and I say, if there's a lot of mess that gets on this parcel, you'll have a lot of cleaning up to do. Oh, that, yes. I'm so looking forward to doing that. <laughs> so, uh, do you go and pick up the parcel? Yes. Cool. So as you pick it up, you hear like a, whoa, okay. Um, yeah, uh, thank you for picking up the parcel. Um can you just please be please be gentle with with the parcel, please? Right. Why should I be? I hand it directly to Gary the Dragonborn Dragon because I know he's just the least careful with parcels. <laughs> I also, uh, by the way, whilst everyone's been distracted with this whole parcel gate nonsense, uh, Gary's been mind sweeping uh, around some people in the bar. So because he's fifteen and he just like. He's, he doesn't know what drink he quite likes yet, so he's had a bit of everything uh, <laughs> whilst he's been whilst this all this conversation's been going on. Uh, but he's he's now got a bit of that drunk confidence about him as a result. He says, <laughs> Don't you worry, mate. I'll look after it like it's my own baby Joey. <laughs> uh, so as you're kind of mind sweeping, uh, you catch the eye of the the barkeep, the bloke behind the bar. He, he catches your eye, gives you a little wink, kind of like, yeah, like go on, lad. That's that's all right. Um, can I roll an insight it? check on this plasmoid? You, you absolutely can. Oh dear, that's a 13. Um, with a 13, you really can't see this plasmoid like moving or paying attention or like responding to you. He's not really looking at you. And I think with a 13, you're, you're not sure that voice is coming from the plasmoid. Yeah, guys. In fact, I'm going to leave little. <laughs> I'm going to leave Gary just to carry on mind sweeping, but I turn to Audrey and I say. Audrey, I don't know where that voice is coming from. I know it's a, I know it's a big chunk of goo, like, but like, I don't know where his mouth is. I don't know where his face is, and I'm not sure if that voice is coming from his body. If you see what I mean, do you know what I mean? It, it is a bit hard to tell. Do you think it's rude to ask? I never know what to do in these situations. Do, do you know what I? I would say it's not rude to ask, but I would say that you should ask. Well, all right then. I do have the the years behind me to get away with those kind of questions. Excuse me, dearie. We're just a bit confused. Uh, is, is that voice coming from what we assume is your body? Uh, where's where's Gary right now? <laughs> you still around that uh, plasmoid? Do you think he's still like taking kind of drinks? Where are you? Yeah, he's he's just occasionally leaning behind people, but he's always sticking vaguely close to the group. Okay. I so think I think hear... Gary's probably like he's mind sweeping, but he's doing laps, like he's coming back every now and then. You know <laughs> just making sure he's still in the same place. You know, like when an F one car zooms by, like that's Gary just <laughs> chatting shit as he moves past us and like around the bar. Cool. So as he's as he's kind of going around, you hear the voice going like Oh yeah, it's it's coming from my body. Uh, as as you know, it's coming from from my past my body. Right, Audrey, um, Audrey, Audrey, grab that parcel. Yeah. The voice okay. is coming from the parcel. The voice is coming from the parcel. What? Are you in the parcel? Hmm. Um. I'm not sure about the rules about delivering live people. Um. I no. It's it's clearly. I don't know. I'm really good at throwing my voice. Um. Uh, you can't in throw your voice into a parcel. That <laughs> seems <know>. quite impossible. 
Uh, I think that's quite reductive of the plasmoid race. You know, have you met a plasmoid before? Well, you know, I can't say that I have. I might have done and I don't remember, but um, I just don't think it's quite possible to be there and in a parcel at the same time. Outside of the tavern. Cricket, can you roll me a uh, perception check, please? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Seven. Okay. So um, I've just rolled a stealth check and I rolled a two. So uh, (laughs) on this ship, uh, you see kind of this slug-like creature. It's got a really massive mouth, really big teeth. And it's wearing a a purple robe. And you see it climbing up the side of your ship. Is it like, am I going to be able to see it if I like go to a window? It's So your ship, because it's got a big tree on it, it's kind of got an open deck at the top. And I would think that, well, you can tell me not, but I think there's a bit of open deck on it. So you're going to see him kind of, him, they, climbing onto this deck. Uh, The worm is about eight foot tall. I'm going to peer over. Can I help you? (laughs) I want your ship. (laughs) No. This is a courier's ship. I want your ship. I'm claiming it for the Empire. What Empire? (laughs) The Sirloin Empire. Never heard of it. Bugger off. No. Can I have... I want the ship. (laughs) What if I make you a deal? Oh, okay. I'll give you all the parcels on this ship, but you can't have the ship. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. It, so it's a I... deal then? Yeah. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Okay, great. Well, you get off the ship and wait there and I'll bring the parcels oh, no, down. Can I, can I do multiple trips? Can I do multiple trips between that... the hold and the... No, no, I'll do it for you. Don't worry. I don't want you to lift a finger. Slime. <laughs> Um, so roll me. <laughs> I'm guessing this is a deception check. Yeah. Okay. Roll me a deception check. Let's see if we can deceive a slug. 18. Uh, he rolled a seven, so he's like, all right, cool. Um, let me, okay. Why do you want to wait? Oh, just, just on the pier. I'll be right with you with the parcels. Okay. Can I get like a trolley from my ship? Yeah, go ahead. Out. Which which one? I can help and bring you to 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 your ship if you like. It's the it's the wasp ship over there. Right, I'll see you there in a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you see this this um, this Sirlon big slug creature just literally crawls back to his ship, and you hear him kind of like hear some banging in the ship, like he's trying to pull out like uh, uh, some sort of trolley that's kind of caught under lots of boxes. <laughs> can I flip the Motorola up and? So start clicking away at emergency clicks oh hang on I can hear a keyboard again I think she's on the phone hello right yeah it's just clicks I think we best get back to the ship but like (laughs) but there's uh, right Audrey and wherever the fuck you are Gary um I don't know if we should open this box or not because there's a voice coming from it but the, the captain wants us to get back to the ship. Like, what What do you want to do? I I wouldn't open the box. Who said that? <laughs> what? Who well, said that? It sounds like we have to open the box now. So, 
Sorry. Uh, good good day. Um, I don't good think day. you should open the box, mate. Whatever you say, open the box. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you opening the box? Yeah, Gary opens the box. <laughs> uh, you open the. You're terrible couriers, by by the way. Guys. <laughs> uh, you open the box, and in see inside the box, you see uh, this really really adorable. Uh, miniature giant space hamster. So it's like a hamster size, but it's a giant space hamster. Um, and you see it kind of like nervously rubbing uh, its hands together. Being like, oh, um, hello. And as you look, you see it's got like really, really adorable little green backpack on. Oh, I think we found our new mascot, everyone. <laughs> a mascot? It's just adorable, look at it. I mean, he is very adorable with that tiny little green backpack and all, but, like, shouldn't we just close it up and leave it? Um, you are you are going to deliver, aren't you? You're going to do that delivery, yeah? Oh, as, yeah. As promised? Yeah, we get the job okay. done sometimes, half done, maybe. Uh, amazing, uh, because um, I kind of need to go really quite quickly, because we've been here for quite a while. And Who's you know, been here for get, quite a while? Going. I've, I've been here quite a while. Yeah, you said we. Who's we? Oh, me and the I I I paid I paid off the the plasmoid just to hang out with me for a bit. Um, so we we've you, been together for a bit. You paid but, you, you know, paid him off. How much did yeah, you pay him? Just a, a couple of gold, like. You know. How much gold you got on you? Excuse me. I said, how much gold you got on you? Uh, I've not I've not got that much gold. Right. How, how much, much gold, gold you got on you? How much gold have you got on you? How much gold have you got on you? I'm asking the question here, mate. I can I'm just. I'm asking you the question. I back. can close this box gold? up and I can leave you with this plasmoid. <laughs> you wouldn't dare close this box up. I close I the box so... up. I'm so adorable. <laughs> You'll look again. You know you will. <laughs> I've, I've got strong, really strong feelings about opening up this box again and looking at this tiny, cute little hamster. But we've had these emergency clicks from Cricket. I think we best get back to the ship and deal with this later. Yes, we can discuss this on the ship. Okay, so Cricket from outside this ship. So what have you done uh, since kind of this little Serlan has crawled back to his ship? I've just been watching the whole time and just like trying to see like with my little... I don't know, what are they called? Periscopes. Periscopes. I was like, Peris- periscope? Something. I've been using my scope to try and like see how long he's going to be taking, if there's anyone coming towards him. Um, I actually do grab like a parcel or two in my little petite kind of claws, but I've got quite a few kind of arms going on, so I can carry like four. So I take like four of the parcels that feel like they don't really have anything expensive in them. And I start like taking them downstairs as if I'm going to, give him all the parcels in our in our bay and hope that some of the crew come back okay you feel a rumble and you kind of feel the um the dust of this kind of asteroid that's floating in space which has been kicked up and as you look up you see this massive galleon uh it is just dark it's black it's covered in this kind of red necrotic energy and it's floating uh just above the tavern and you watch as a rope gets thrown down and you see two figures just effortlessly slide down this rope and they begin walking towards the door. That's odd. Uh, Maybe another delivery. 
weird service, though. In the tavern, the door creaks open, and a figure steps inside, uh, casting a really long shadow. He's dressed in a tattered coat and boots that look like they've been through a hundred battles. His skin is pale, it's waxy, and his eyes are gleaming with like a red necrotic energy and like a predatory look. Uh, In one hand, he holds a curved cutlass, and its blade flashes and flickers in the light of the tavern. Uh, But it's the weapon in his other hand you kind of notice more. It's a red glowing blunderbuss, uh, which is humming with otherworldly energy. Uh, So you don't think he's here for a friendly chat. He's looking at all the patrons. He's sizing them up. Uh, he's looking for something or someone. And then you see a woman uh, of similar dress, similar complexion, standing by the door. She's got long, dark hair, red, fiery eyes, and a necklace made from different types of teeth. I immediately want to, as soon as I spot this, grab... Well, I've, I've already got the box in my hand, I guess, because I was closing the box on this tiny little gorgeous hamster thing. Um, and I want to hand it immediately to Audrey and say, Audrey... Keep this on you, no matter what. I, for some reason, I think these guys are immediately after this talking hamster, and I think you need to be the one to look after it for now. All right? I mean, who wouldn't be after a talking hamster? But don't you worry, I'll, I'll keep a, I'll keep an eye on it. Please keep me safe. Uh, yep, yeah, they are. They are absolutely after me. I'm gonna shut up now. Listen, so. listen, matey. Yep, you listen yep. here. I'm gonna need you yep. to shut the fuck up. All right? Can you stop asking me questions? I'm gonna, how much gold? How much gold have you got on how you? How much gold have you got on you? How you never answered you my first you? question. Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! All right. I will not be belittled by a tiny, cute hamster that I definitely do not want to see again. You think I'm cute? Right. You've already got too much over me now. <laughs> uh, so you see this figure, this dark figure, who is. Um, you know, very, very pale. Uh, you hear him go, Yar, all right, you scum. I had some that belongs to me stolen. I don't know what's happening in my accent either. It's going to, we well, should you roll s- a d20 for that one. You like me, don't you? <laughs> Yar, I can't, I need to get in there. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fluctuate between a lot of accents. I'm going to warn everyone now. Buckle in for the next four hours of this. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, um, something was stolen from me, a golden chest. I want it back, or I want information. And he looks to the patrons. What's Gary doing? I wouldn't know anything. It's my first day, mate, so <laughs> no point asking me anything. Whisper over, I'm like, well, good thing we've only got a talking hamster and not a golden chest. Mm. <laughs> can, I, can I whisper to the tiny hamster in the box and say, listen, mate, do you know anything about a golden chest? Yep. 100%. Oh, no. 100% do. Right, so when I said how much gold you got on you, and you said yep. only a little bit, did you, did you mean that golden chest? I did. Um, oh, gosh, what's that accent? Yeah, I did. Um, but, you know, it's, it's quite little. It's in my backpack. It's not going to be massive, is it? It's not going to be a massive golden chest. There's so, a you know, tiny it's all... golden chest in your tiny green backpack. Which I hold in my tiny, tiny hands. Audrey. Audrey. Very cute. Audrey, stop falling it's in love with a so tiny space tiny. hamster. Stop it. Stop falling in love with this tiny creature now. I can't help it. I can't. <laughs> so the parrot goes, I'll give the count of three. I um, need information or I'm going to make an example out of every single one of you. 
Listen here, hamster. You tell me within the next three seconds why we need to keep you safe. I need total transparency, all right? This is not part of my normal job. I'm a fucking criminal. I just want to get my paychecks and get home. Tell me exactly why we need to keep you so safe and let Audrey fall in love with you. Well, you know, I have... You are delivery service and, I, you know, I've paid I paid to be delivered somewhere. So, you know, there's, there's that. There's the, your job. So it's doing your job, doing that, the bare minimum of your job. That's great. We might do the bare minimum of our job, but I'm going to need some transparency from you. These are these are space pirates, and they mean business. So you better start talking with that. You're a talking fucking hamster, and you don't want to talk. <laughs> tell me right now what's going on. If you get me out of here, I'll tell you. I promise. All right, it's good enough for me. I just need the paycheck. Um, can we try and stealth out of here? Uh, you would have to give me a, like, investigation because you want to find out if there's, like, a, a way out of here because you've got the, um, you've got someone standing at the doorway right now which mm. you just came into. Audrey, can do I you want... assist on this or, do you... Oh, you well, what's can. your investigation? With? <laughs> My, plus two. let's be, some, let's be some meta here, shall we? Uh, investigation is a one. So I'll tell you what, Audrey, I'll give you the help action. Okay. Let's see, I'll have a wee look around. While Audrey's doing that, can I get on the Motorola and just start mimic-clicking down the Motorola to to cricket? And just, in my bet, like, I've known you for a little while, so I feel like I speak a little bit of cricket. Um, and I want to tell her that I've heard her emergency clicks, and now I'm sending emergency clicks back to her. I feel like translated, it's like, you know, like when something is badly translated? It's like, not yes. quite, but you kind of get the gist... Emergency cake? What's he about? <laughs> also, Gary doesn't have one of these phones, but he just wants to try and look busy, so he just starts standing in place and clicking. <laughs> love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, so, nobody is kind of responding to this pirate. Is that right? Nope. No. no. Nobody's responding, and cool. Audrey's having a look about for an exit. Which Give I me can... that. What's your what's your a nineteen on that? Yes. Okay. Come on, Audrey. So um you see there are a couple of windows. Um so there's maybe like a window you could potentially sneak out of. Okay, uh, I very subtly gesture over to the window and I'm like, do you think we could do a bit of sneaking out of here? I'd love to do some sneaking, but I think if we really need to, we just let Gary the Dragonborn Dragon run headfirst into it and see if we can make a dragon-shaped hole and get out of here. I mean, that's also a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think you found us a, a way out, Audrey. Well done. Thank you very much. Outside of the tavern right now, Cricket, you kind of you see this Sirlon just kind of like with a big trolley just kind of making its way down a ramp of his wasp ship. Um, so it's like, oh hi, I've got my, got my packages, I've got my, got my, got my little trolley for the packages. Okay, great. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got a few here. I've only got four hands, you see, but I'll, um, I'll start work on it. You leave it to it. Do you want a drink? Actually, I'll be here well, for a while. <laughs> um, uh, I could, I could do. Uh, 
How about you put a few uh, things on here and, you know, I can take them back to the ship or we can just do a little reload for a bit. That sounds good. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, though. I do actually need a drink. I'm, I was asking it politely. I, I, need, I need a bev. A bevy. Oh. I've got my... I've got my chilli bottle here, if you want to have some of my... some water. Oh, my no, I need bottle. something a bit stronger. This is going to be a bit of work, isn't it? Oh, okay. Is it... Could you, should you drink and drive? Uh, just asking. <laughs> uh, just asking for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Can I drive? You're, you were, you're sitting on the, the helm, aren't you? You were the one, you were the one who's driving. I might be. Okay. I feel like I've touched a nerve here. Um, shall I yeah, just, we don't we talk just... about it. Okay, so uh, can we check? So, yeah, have you got any... Listeners, Cricket has a drinking problem and she doesn't like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone asks Cricket, she just says she's just waiting for a mate. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for Amster. So, uh, about that drink. Come on, I'll buy you the first one. Okay. But what's that ship doing there? Where's that ship come from? Jeez. I don't know. I thought it was like another delivery service. But it's a bit oh. bit shit, isn't it? It's pretty not good. Um, have I, how about I buy the first one and, you know, you get the second one? It's, yep. oh, you know, I'm having a, it's a lovely conversation I'm having right now. So, yeah. Oh, that's, great. That's... What's your name, actually? I didn't catch it. Uh, my name is Vlad, the Destroyer of Worlds. I love that. I my love that. My favourite character, this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie, do this all the time, please. <laughs> I think, um, I think Shokung Lao looks directly out of the tavern window, even though he knows he's in danger, sees that Cricket is talking to Vlad, the Destroyer of Worlds, who he doesn't know the name of yet. And I just go, oh my God, I think she's, I think Cricket's got game. I think she's pulling. Audrey, look at this. And I give Audrey a little nudge, a little elbow, and I go, have you seen anything like this in your life? We've only been gone for, what, ten minutes and there's a giant worm at the ship. <laughs> Whatever you're into, I guess. I mean, I suppose so. Who am I to judge, but... <laughs> you see, like, you see this kind of... Sl- so this kind of worm, it's kind of got, like, um, like eight legs. Its front legs are kind of, like, weird hand-type things. Its back three legs are, like, hooves. So back six legs are, like, hooves. Uh, as you turn around, you kind of see that there's there is a there's a mouth at the back as well. Um, it's a interesting looking worm, and as they're talking, you see this worm kind of start to just play with some like really errant hairs that are kind of popping out of it, like, just twirling one of the hairs as, as the as they're speaking. Oh, Audrey, I think I'm going to be sick. Have you got a box I can be sick into? <laughs> well. Unless I take the hamster out of this one, but I don't think he'd appreciate I grab that. The box, I grab the box, open it, and, I, oh, and I'm sick into this box with this hamster in. The hamster looks very sad, but he's staying in that box. You actually oh, no. see, um, so the box has little holes in it, and you kind of see some of that kind of sick, kind of like pouring out of the holes. Oh. Of um, I've been sick in a colander or something. <laughs> <laughs> like being sick in a colander. Yeah. Title of the episode. It's, there you go. It's 
it's not good for the hamster. The hamster is not impressed. Um, I just go, oh, I'm really sorry, mate. And I close the, I close the box back and go, Audrey, clean that up. Um, but we've got to get it moved. We've got to get a move on. Yeah, I think no, it's time for Gary says, you. F- Gary says, Gary says over this, you fucking lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Can I grab G- Gary by the collar? I grab him by the collar and go, listen, you fucking idiot. Listen. There are so many accents going on. I can't pinpoint where <laughs> mine is now. It's yeah. so hard. We we are free balling this shit, aren't we? This is like, what accent am I? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm grabbing Gary by the collar and basically saying we need to get out of here. Stop mind sweeping drinks, Gary. Sorry, mate. It's my first day. Uh, <laughs> what do we need to do then? What you, what's the plan? <laughs> I don't know why Gary's using that excuse with his colleagues as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, his colleagues know it's a load of shit anyway. We've yeah. all got these jobs just because yeah. we have to. Um, uh, listen here, Gary. We've got our exits are blocked right now, and those space pirates look like they want this tiny little hamster in a box that's talking to us. Perfectly normal sentence to say on a normal courier job. Um, I think we're going to have to try and jump out the window because things are going to get a bit messy. But are you ready to have a scuffle if it needs to? <laughs> you see that thing that he's got in his mouth? That's not a knife. This that's a cutlass. It's cutlass. It's not a knife. It's a cutlass. <laughs> Two different things. Uh, I try and start to. I want to move towards the window. Are you doing that stealthily, or are you just doing it? Yeah, I'll try it stealthily. Go for it. Goodness me, that's very good for me. At twenty-five, you are like the wind. You. No one spots you. Uh, as soon as I get to the window, I'm going to try and work on opening it while looking towards Audrey and Gary to try and get them over to the window by me. It it literally just slides open. Great. I slide it open and then I, I nudge like Audrey was nudging me or like we were pointing to each other earlier to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'm going to try sneak over to the window as well. Give me a stealth check. Oh, that would be an eight. <laughs> oh, I've just hey. got this like leaking box of hamster and sick. <laughs> it's not very stealthy. <laughs> so you see the pirate captain literally just watches that trail of, of little bits of sick. Um, and he, pour, he draws his cutlass and he holds it at you and he goes, where are you going? Just have a little delivery to do, dearie. Can't hang about, unfortunately. What are you? What are you delivering? Well, it would look like I'm delivering a box full of sick at the moment. <laughs> uh, I can assure you, it is a lot more to it than that. <laughs> and he goes. Oh, oh, okay, can I look in that box of yours? I really don't think you want to at this time. It's not very nice what's going on in there. Here, listen, Mr. Pirate Man, I pipe up unstealthy-like and say, it's full of sick and it's also full of shit. You don't want to look in there. It's not nice. It's a it's a biohazard. We've got to get that in a in a jiffy bag and get it on the, on the, on the ship and take it away. That's, that's what we've got to do. I wouldn't be touching that with your hands. 
No, Audrey, she's our cleaner. She's got gloves and that. You, you don't want to get that. You'll get some venereal space disease or something. I'm used to this. I have a high tolerance for these things. I... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Mr. Pirate Spaceman, Audrey, like, like microdoses mold every day so she doesn't get sick <laughs> in space. Um, deception checks. Oh, everyone. yes, please. <laughs> Here, Gary, help us the fuck out, mate. Can Come I, on can over. I give, I'm sorry. Um, Audrey has to have advantage because that's beautiful. Yes. Uh, you have check. <laughs> It's an 18 for Shokung Lao. <laughs> With my advantage, that was a, a natural 20 for a total of 23. Yes! yes! First nat 20, come on! That is interesting. I've got to check some stats right now. Two seconds. <laughs> okay, okay. Got to believe that I'm microdosing that mold every day. <laughs> you're just around yeah, it so often. You, whilst you're doing that, Jamie, I'll just point out that uh, Gary sort of cottoned on at the last minute that they're all what we're trying to do, and he's just making shit up. Yeah, that's right, mate. Um, you 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 shit and you you do a sick in a box. Uh, we call it uh, home and away uh, because <laughs> coming out of both ends. <laughs> uh, the uh, vampire captain rolled. Well, got a 22. So you have convinced him yes. that. Absolutely, that's just a box of... Uh, Sick and shit. Box Sick of and shit, shit. Yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can see the woman at the door is kind of growing quite impatient right now. Like, just genuinely uh, impatient about what's going on. And she is going to kind of sl- kind of shut the door behind her. And she is kind of going to almost kind of float and line of dance kind of towards uh, her captain. Meanwhile, outside the tavern, um, yeah, so I was, um, I was, I was from the astral plane. I need to kind of destroy a world. That was what I needed to do. Unfortunately, like humans are quite scary and uh, they did boot me and that's why I'm kind of fear. I kind of have to go back to the astral plane. I've got my ship broken. So yeah, it's just, you know, just it's on the way. So I thought I'd just stop by for a, for a drink. I'm sure it's my I last understand. story. So. No, no, it's all right. We've all been there. Well, not all of us, but some of us have been there. World domination and all that. Well, first drink is on you. After you. Okay, that's yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so are you are you heading into the tavern? Yeah, just gonna walk cool. straight in. Walk straight in, and um, and he, like. Sirlon looks in and goes, oh, oh, this looks a bit, looks a bit dicey. Um, are you sure you want to, you want to have a drink? Yeah, hold on. That's my team. What are you doing here? Get back on the ship. I called you 15 minutes ago. Here, Cricket, I don't know if you can see, but we're trying to get this box of sick and shit out of here. So if you wouldn't mind helping us out, that'd be great. Get off your fucking date and help us out. Who the fuck is that? Pointing in at Gary. The drink's kicked in for Gary now, by the way. Are you, are you dating two worms? Why have you brought two worms into the fucking pub? What are you playing at? What do you mean dating a worm? I'm not dating any worm. It looks like no, you're... No, we're not, we're, not, we're not dating. Um, looks like we're you're just a, having a drink. Looks like you're on a date, mate. Are we on a, are we on a date? Because 
I'm, I'm kind of, kind of okay with that, but you know, are we are we got a date. You don't have to keep secrets from us. I'm too preoccupied with my work. Oh, okay. Oh, roll, you're roll oh, oh oh. Now you're a career woman, is that right? All this time you've been sat up there, not fucking bothered about your job. Now you decided to be a career woman. I'm the driver. Shut your mouth. <laughs> can you do an in, Can you give me an insight check on um the the Sirlon, please, um, Pricket. 17. Cool, he's kind of heartbroken right now. He's kind of low-key, low-key oh. heartbroken by that comment. Oof. Well, you know, well, domination didn't happen for you, neither is this. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Fucking burn. <laughs> Um, so he's like he's he's a you know he's a nice slug. He's gonna he's gonna head over to the bar, and I don't know what sound like. That. He's gonna head over to the bar. He's gonna you know um, just tap to the barman for like two drinks. Um, but as this is going on, uh, you see that um, that woman just whisper in her captain's ear, and the captain looks around and he goes, "I." Let's make an example of it of all of them. And you see the woman put her arm around her captain. And they fall backwards. And they dimension door out of there. Well, that was weird. That really is a better courier service than what we're providing. <laughs> we need to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, teleportation, just like there and back. Like, super simple and quick. No need of a ship or nothing. What have you got in your hand? Well, this would <laughs> happen to be um, a box of sick, but also there's a talking hamster in here as well. Very funny. What's in the parcel? <laughs> <laughs> Just open it up. <laughs> Reveal the sick-covered hamster. You, you see the hamster has got itself into a uh, really tiny frog suit. Right now, so it's kind of got a little black kind of frog suit on. It's got kind of this kind of mask on its face, oh and uh, it's it's looking unhappy. You can tell it's looking unhappy, but it's uh, it's still it's still there, it's still happy. Why is this tiny cute? little fucker getting cuter by the second? What is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> is this um, the parcel? Yeah, this is the this is the parcel that um that fucking gloopy boy over there said like well we thought he said take this but it's not actually him talking it, this tiny little talking hamster paid him off to hang out with him so we could put him on one of our ships and take him somewhere else well as long as we get paid at the end I guess well that's right but I think that 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 vampire man and that vampire lady that that succubi or whatever they were space pirate vampires they were coming in here and after the their parcel but Audrey did a cracking job of, like, saying it wasn't nothing to do with nothing or nothing. I'm very convincing, so I've found. <laughs> I've always yeah, liked you. I helped you. as well, so if you, could just, if you could just report that back to my superiors, then I really helped as well. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Cricket does not know who Gary the Dragonborn is. Every time is. that his voice changes, she does think it's a new person. <laughs> Gary on the uh, work experience is my first day. <laughs> first day. Listen, I hate that. Listen, Cricket, are you going to like, are you going to go on this date with this bloke? Or like, do you want to stay here for a drink and we'll get back to the ship or what? What do you want to do? 
Just stamp on his foot. I'm not on a date. I was trying to look for you lot. Ah, my, my well, it shouldn't actually hurt because I'm in steel toe cap boots. I just go. I'm also yeah, like cool. tiny. Yeah. <laughs> You're also a tiny bug. I I'm get also that. small. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't go. Don't go. You'll hurt your mandible if you carry on doing that. What, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'll hurt my mandible on something. Let's go back to the ship. Come on, we've got to do this bloody delivery. That was a bit. That was quite horny. What you just said there. I I felt like you'll hurt your mandible on something. <laughs> Is that? Uh, yeah, you're. Sorry, um, yeah, I, I, I overheard the conversation. Um, that's, you know, that's absolutely fine. No, no kind of like, no intentions or anything. I'm going to give you your drink. Here's your drink. And he, hold, he, he hands you over a pint of black blackberry mead. And he goes, it's been, it's been lovely talking to you. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to go uh, stand over by the jukebox and I, put a bit more atomic kitten on. I, 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 turn, I turn to Audrey and I say, I think this guy, in terms of the story, is very low status. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but he sounds like such a simp. I think we can get away with anything around him. <laughs> um, uh, Gary's overheard this and says, oh, yeah, the... Um, the she forgot to mention you have to get drinks for all of us, actually. Yes. So, yeah, uh, three more Black Illumin each, please. Mm-hmm. And actually, little hamster, you want a drink? Um, oh, it takes the mask off. Uh, probably not at the moment. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty gross in here. I'd rather have a shower. So, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this back on. Put this mask you gotcha. on. Uh, three Black Illumin meads and a bottle for the road, please, mate. Thanks. Um, you Okay, yeah, I guess that's that's fine. And he goes over uh, to uh, the bar. Now, Shower, are you still by that window? Uh, I don't see any reason for for me to have moved. It sounds like Gary's okay. getting the drinks in. So, yeah, maybe I can keep an eye on out the window for that ship or whatever. So, you hear kind of like um, dust particles kind of hitting against that window and kind of there's a bit of kind of dirt kicked up as you see this kind of like uh, giant pirate galleon kind of um, lift up from the uh, surface of the asteroid. Um, but can you give me a perception check? It's all been perception checks so far. It's, it's terrible DMing, but here we go. 16. Anybody want to have a look out that window? Anybody else? I'll give you one more, one more go. Yeah, I'll look out the window. Lovely. 17. Okay. So through that window, uh, you see a quite an ominous sight looming on the horizon. Um, so you see a flotilla of pirate ships uh, crackling with necrotic energy. Uh, the ships are old, the sails are worn, um, the hulls are pitted with rust, and you see kind of rows of cannons down the side of this ship and a giant harpoon on the front of each and every one of them. Um, I say with 17, you can see the crew, and they are shadows, and they're scurrying around the deck right now. The movements are kind of stiff and jerky, and their eyes are glowing with that same red glow that you saw before. And you watch as this fleet spreads and surrounds the asteroid field. Sorry. You watch as this fleet spreads and surrounds the asteroid field, bearing the cannons towards that tavern and you hear multiple weapons firing. Hey, everyone, give me dexterity saving throws. Ah. Ah. Here we 
go. Oh, no. We're just normal men. <laughs> just innocent, just innocent men. men. <laughs> just innocent men. Oh, that wasn't good. Uh, cool. What's everyone getting? <laughs> got another nat 20. Yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> Audrey, coming and in clutch. That dice well tonight. <laughs> I got a 21. 16. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I'm just reading my character sheet. It says, Danger Sense, you have advantage on deck saving throws against effects you can see while not blind, deaf, or incapacitated. Can I use that? Yeah, go for it. I, I did. Uh, 17 then. Right. Well, you've all saved on this one, so uh, you are going to take 14 points of damage. Um, that's halved. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one. Uh, so, basically, you... Okay, hold on a second. Oh, dear. <laughs> cool, right. I have this really cool mechanic that um, there, there are people in this pub, in this tavern, and they would become your crew, uh, depending on how well uh, they rolled in this kind of next challenge. Uh, so, right. So you watch as the bartender reaches down into the bar and pulls out a cutlass uh, from under the counter and prepares for battle. You see that kind of slug-like Serlon. Uh, he casts mage armor on himself and he kind of glows with like, like an archaic energy. And you see the plasmoid duck under the table <laughs> and the bar area explodes in a blizzard of cannonballs as he rips through the tavern uh, glass smashes and liquor pours all over the floor um, the booze sets alight and the flames quickly consume the body of that unconscious bartender uh, you feel splinters oh. as chunks of plasma rain down as you see a cannonball buried in the ground where the plasmoid once set and you turn around to see that slug by the jukebox and watch cannonballs rip through his arcane shield and he's cut no! in half. <laughs> Green blood squirts absolutely everywhere. So, so you're in the middle. That's three times today he's had his world destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. By the way, Jamie, You're sorry, in... did we take 14 damage? Uh, yes, you did take 14 yes. damage. okay. Damn. You're in the middle of this blizzard of metal. The pirate ships are still firing. Flames are creeping through the remains of this building. It's falling down. What are you guys doing? Cricket, Captain, what are we doing? You're in charge. Oh, God, not again. I just want to get our back to my ship. Wait, can we just go straight towards the door? Can we get out of here? You I, don't, we leave? I don't think the tavern exists anymore, right? <laughs> it's falling apart. Yeah. You tell me how you want to get out of we're, here. We're in an open top tavern right now. I, <laughs> I think I think we leg it for the ship, right? I'm going to crawl and like grab onto Gary's shoulders because he's much bigger than me. So therefore, his steps don't take as long. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just, like, slap the top of his head with my mandibles. was like, come on, Gary, back to the ship. I, Jamie, is anything in the bar still there? Like, any bottles that maybe could be grabbed on the way out? Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, there's probably a couple of bottles of apple sours, green apple sours. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Best. Uh, so, uh, you're grabbing them. 
literally there are cannonballs flying everywhere you're kind of getting like shrapnel is hitting you these walls are caving in the flames from this bar are kind of starting to engulf and the black smoke is pouring from the top and you keep hearing these kind of these bangs of more cannon fire more cannon fire and you're running running yeah running back to the ship yeah we are we are black eyed peasing and running running and running (laughs) for the ship cool uh, so I would like one of you to roll for your ship because you have left your ship completely unattended. Um, oh no! <laughs> uh, so I actually want you to make me an intelligence check. Okay, who's got the best intelligence? I'm out. <laughs> uh, I have a plus one, so I'm definitely out. I've got plus nothing. I've got plus two. Go on, Audrey. Hey. Let's okay. save us, Audrey. Hey, Audrey. Come on. Let's go. Come on. You've had a nat 20. You I've can do r- yeah, this. Yeah, I've rolled well tonight. Let's Come see on. Let's do it again. Intelligence check. Yes, please. That's a 12. Cool. So, in the center of the ship, you have this living tree. And with a 12... It's just watching that pirate ship, all these pirate ships firing on the tavern, going, "Geez, this is this is pretty bad, isn't it?" And <laughs> um, so you, that's happening. Uh, you're gonna start to see the pirate ships, and there's about eight currently. You can see around you, uh, they're gonna start to turn towards that pier with the ships on it, and they're gonna start firing on those ships. Um, so what I would like you guys to do is roll me some athletics checks just to figure out how quickly we can get back to that ship. If you get lower than a 15, uh, your ship is going to take some damage. So just one of you has to kind of get to that kind of ship. I I just rolled and got a nat 20. (gasps) Yes. There we go. Nice. Wow. What's everyone else got? Oh, it's a seven. Okay. So got a three. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got us. Does that count as me and Billy? You get a help action, don't you? Surely. Well, unfortunately, Billy did roll a seven. <laughs> I rolled a twenty-two. If that helps. Okay. Well, I think that cancels out that seven. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. uh, so, um, with, with a nat twenty, can I extend a hand out to Audrey? I think you probably could do yes. at expense of your ship. Mm. Are we allowed to know what the expense is, or do I just have to decide if I do this or not? So, uh, your ship currently has 250 HP, uh, and uh, the so the galleons are firing uh, ballistas, technically, and they do 3d10 damage. Okay, so what's the decision I'm making here with a nat 20? So, I'm going to roll 8 attacks against your ship. If you help Audrey, Mm. if you don't, you can move the ship. I'm going to help Audrey. Can I? Because I want to know if I can help you helping Audrey. Um, Because I've got a star map. Because Druid. Can Mm. I see what's going on and be like, oh shit, that really needs to go well. And like, as Gary is running past, I'm going to just like smack Lau on the head. Like, get her! <laughs> <laughs> Guidance. 
Nice. Love that. Yeah, 100%. Nice. Um, remind me guidance, please. Remind me how that works. Uh, 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 D4. Okay. So nat 20, and I'm just adding whatever this is on top. Yeah, go for it. It's a one. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to roll some attacks against the ship. Okay. So let's go for this. Right. So your ship has an AC of 15. It's not, like we said, it's not a particularly uh, strong ship or well-armored ship, but it's really flipping quick. That's the kind of thing that's with your ship. Um, so here we go. 10 misses. Yes. 14 misses. Yes. Yes. 18 hits. Six misses. Yes. Yes. Three misses. Yes. Oh, Let's yeah. go. That's good. Seven misses. Yes. How many on? Did, I, that was five. That was five. Five. Lovely. Seven again misses. Nice. Yes. And 14 misses. Yes. Your ship yes. takes just eight damage. That's fine. <laughs> You're at 242 hit points. Uh, and yeah. you are now racing back to your ship. So you are literally running. Um, Audrey, I've got you on my shoulders. Like I've just yes. grabbed you. You know that TikTok of like the two lads that walk together, grab hands, and then one of them just jumps on the other's shoulders. That's what I've done. I've just got a tiny yeah. elderly cleaner on my shoulders running. It's just like a squelch in your hand is like the sick covered hand from holding the box just like grabs onto you. Oh no, that's my own sick on my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anything else, that's better, I guess. Uh, so as you are running, you kind of feel these cannibals hit all around you. You're kind of covered in dirt. It's very much kind of that slow-mo war movie. You are running through this blizzard of cannonballs. Uh, you make it to your ship. Uh, what are you guys doing? Um, can I run straight for the driver's seat? You absolutely can. You sit in that helm and you feel kind of like... Um, you kind of reach out into the ship and you can kind of feel the roots of that ship and you can, in a magical, mystical way, feel yourself as kind of that ship and you have your movement now. Uh, so you're sitting in the helm, it's glowing. Uh, you can move the ship wherever you want to go. Check everyone is on the ship before I leave and just cast out into the Motorola, just some clicks, just in case anyone is not in the vicinity to hear me. I think you get the you get the response of emergency clicks back from me in very bad untranslated clicks. Um, can I I turn to Gary and I say, "Listen, Gary, she doesn't know who the fuck you are, but you've got to help out our captain. So stay here and do whatever she tells you to. All right? You got it, mate. Uh, you feel a wave of heat on the left hand on your left hand side." as the wasp ship explodes. <gasps> you don't take any damage, but okay. it probably 100% explodes. Okay. Uh, it's getting smashed with cannonballs. Well, he didn't need that ship anyway. He's cut in half by a cannonball, right? Fine. 100%. 100%. Um, I shout to everybody over the Motorola that I'm going to run to uh, the engine and the cannon room, and I'm going to get on the parcel cannon as quickly as I can. Cool. Parcel cannon, how this is going to work. And again, we're going to use the stats of a ballista if you're a super nerd, and I love it if you are. Uh, so a ballista is 3d10 damage. Um, it takes, and this might be an issue, 
three turns to fire your ballista. So three actions. So you need to load it, aim it, fire it. So I'm guessing it could be already kind of armed if you want it, already kind of like loaded so you could just fire it. I'll let you have that one, but to reload it, you need to have an action to reload, action to aim, and action to fire. Weren't you like fixing it when we started? I was. I was getting all the parcel tape out of it, so all the fire should have burned all of that away. <laughs> I will, actually. If you want to fire that, I will say that the uh, parcel tape is still on fire in that cannon. Great. So I'll add some additional <laughs> fire damage to it. Great. Fire yeah, it. I, I radio up to Cricket and just say, I've got us a flaming um, projectile ready to go. Can another one of us load it for Ollie and then he aim and fire? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Jamie, is it an action or can we, like, is it aim, uh, reload and fire? Are they all actions or can one of them be a bonus action? Oh, go on. I'll let one of them be a bonus action. Cool. Great. Gary, get the fuck up here now. (laughs) Yes. So your ship isn't particularly well uh, prepared for a battle. Um, you've got 15 AC and you've only got two of these little cannons on the side. And I start moving our ship. Just want to get away from this um, and start delivering to where where was where was the place that we needed to deliver to? Because they were, they were not that far away from each other. Yeah, so you have to get it to the start of Maria. Now, you can give me a survival check or an intelligence check just to see if you know where that is it's a pretty low dc get over a 10 uh what was that survival or yeah or intelligence yeah neither of those are going to get me any higher than a six unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) i rolled a one (laughs) cool 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 uh so you're not really sure where this star is um but you're currently in an asteroid field um which is like orbiting a central star but you have no idea where this star could be. I'm just going to head out. Just head out. Away from the asteroids. Away so, from danger. Okay. Cool. Uh, you can absolutely do that. So as you're going, you're kind of breaking cover. So um, give me... Oh, I'm going to tell you this, actually. So you are a fast ship, and you could probably outrun all of these kind of uh, vessels. But there are eight pirate ships, and they're all going to fire on you if you break cover. So you've got the you can either make a run for space, try it out in the void, or you can try and maneuver around the asteroids. So these you might bump into a few asteroids, uh, but that's kind of your choice, really. Okay, yeah, let's try and sneak around the asteroids then. Okay, but you can't, like, sorry, you can 100% go into open space if you want to. Now we're going to sneak around to get okay. out. Nice. Are you sure? Yeah. Because like, I, am prepared, yeah. I am prepared for both. <laughs> nah, she's a driver. She's going tr- to attempt. This is where it all goes wrong. <laughs> cool. So you feel that kind of green crystal at the back of the ship pulse with energy and you propel yourself forward and you're heading towards these asteroids. 
Uh, there's kind of like a green trail that's kind of just following behind because you're really fucking booking it at the moment. Uh, and you're heading towards the asteroids. What, what do you want to do? Do you want to head for like the biggest asteroids? Do you want to... What do you want to do? What's your plan? Yeah, I'm going to go and try and like, I guess, hide behind the biggest asteroid and like get out of this area uh, so that they then can't kind of shoot at us. We're hidden by the, the biggest rock we can find. Cool. Love that. Uh, so, as you go, give me a stealth check for your ship. Uh, is that just my stealth? Yeah. <laughs> 20. <laughs> oh, yes. Lovely. Nice. So, you, wow. you notice there's this kind of green trail behind you, and as you look back, you just think... I need to be stealthy. So the engine kind of drags in those particles and goes a little quieter, and you kind of steer yourself around the biggest asteroid that you can see. And you see these ships kind of behind you. They are gonna start moving towards you. And that big ship that you saw hovering over the tavern is kind of leading the chase, actually following you back. Uh, but you're so quick and you're so stealthy that you break line of sight of that vessel and you are now at the other side of the asteroid. What do you want to do now? I'm going to... Where is everyone else? So you guys are in the cannon room. Where's Audrey right now? I'd probably be joining you up on flying the ship, just in case you need any help. There's sick licking on my floor. Uh, Clean it up later. There's more pressing matters at hand. Uh, you see the box flick open, and this... Uh, like golden hamster technically a syrian hamster if you uh care about hamster types and hamster nobody does hamster. nobody does mate okay. nobody does don't worry okay. about it okay well there we go if you if you are into that just google it i'll put i'll put something on the on the patreon don't please worry. don't uh, so, don't do that mm, okay uh so do you know the lifespan of a syrian hamster by the way nobody cares nobody cares three years nobody it is very close to that. Stop fact. feeding Ooh. him, guys. Nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> do you want to ask, ask me about hamsters? Because, like, no. you know, I did. I was a hamster. I was a hamster on social media for like three years. Yes, so. you were. Yeah. Anyway, um, so no one, no one wants to ask that question. No one wants to. Okay. Cool. That's fine. It's for a no dice, mate. We'll leave it for a no dice. Okay. Fine. Uh, so yeah, this hamster pops out. He's got his kind of little mask on. He's like, <gasps> oh my god, have we? Have we? Sorry, that's not the voice. Oh my god, have we? Have we escaped? Well, not quite yet. Oh my gosh, that was that was amazing. I don't know if you you know you tended to do that, but all, all the all the kind of explosions and stuff and getting on the ship it is very very exciting. It's amazing. Thank you so much for for taking me with you and rescuing me. Well, we would still like to know why there is a bunch of ships that are shooting at us. I have a feeling it has something to do with you. Yeah, we. Do you think we're safe? We think we're safe enough for a law dump right now, or what are you? <laughs> What are you thinking, Audrey? What do we think, Captain? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I think he wants to tell us his backstory. Oh, God. Not another person with a backstory. <laughs> I need a coffee before we do that. All right, hold on. Uh, let's get us, I've got to get us out of here. We're going to be in trouble soon. You hear Which way are we heading, by the way? You hear Sho Kung Lao over the Motorola go. Did I hear that hamster say you wanted to talk about a dump? Uh, so, uh, do you do you guys do you guys know where you're going, or do you know what you're doing right now? What's happening? 
Well, apparently you need to go to the Star of Maria. Yeah, that, is that, that a musical? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the MacGuffin of the episode. It is a musical episode. Uh, I didn't tell anyone about this, but yeah. the next one is going to be very, very, uh, very musically backed. Billy, completely uh, out of character. Tell us what the opening song of <laughs> Star of Maria is in the musical. Go for it, sing it. Maria, Maria. <laughs> Stop following me home. Nice. <laughs> it's about a stalker. It's a very serious one. Oh, God. <laughs> so what beat for such a dark topic? Yeah. <laughs> it's very juxtaposed. I love it. That's great. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're kind of around this kind of asteroid. There's, I would say, actually, there's some really massive craters uh, there's some tunnels in this asteroid. There are smaller kind of little rocks floating in space if you want to. Um, you, I don't know, it's whatever you whatever you want to do now, you can do. So I want to ask about, um, like, yeah, where we're going from the hamster, basically. Like, so which way are we going then? Uh, do west, north? Hold on, let me have a look at this. So I kind of get out a little constellation, show him my map maybe, and be like, you know, point me in the direction. Uh, you see the hamster, he kind of like, um, he's covered in sick, so he's going to take off his, um, take off his little wetsuit and uh, get out in his backpack, like a tiny pack of wet wipes and just kind of give himself a really quick kind of like, just a quick wash with his paws. Oh, you stink. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on a second. And he gets a little, um, sorry, I was saying he, she gets a little, uh, bottle of, of like Lynx Africa and just sprays it on herself a little bit. <laughs> Um, just but she hasn't there for emergencies. She no one, no one deserves can't. that smell. Not even that tiny hamster. No <laughs> one deserves that. Uh, you have this hamster kind of like crawl up your endoskeleton and onto your shoulder and looks down at this kind of map and um, points to a star which is in the centre of the asteroid belt that you're currently in. And you look up and you see the tree reaching out and just pointing to the sun. Hold on. You want us to fly straight into the sun? Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I need you to deliver something to the sun. Why do we do that? Um, well, I, I made a promise. Is there like a drop-off point or collection point? <laughs> um... I think we just need to to get this into the centre of the sun. And uh, the hamster, she reaches her hand back into a backpack and she pulls out this really kind of tiny um, golden chest. And it's really kind of beautifully engraved. Um, and it's kind of just solid gold. And she puts it down in front of her. And she waves her tiny hand over it. And it goes into a full-sized, big old chest. And across the front of that chest, you can see some uh, writing that is kind of golden and uh, shining and kind of shimmering. What's that then? Is that, is that payment? And when, uh, I've kind of prepaid for the delivery. You can't, you, they wouldn't, the customer couriers wouldn't have sent you out here if I hadn't prepaid. All right, fine. You got me there. <laughs> um yeah, I um I just want help throwing throwing this into the sun, please. I mean we'll give it a good go, but 
We're not going to refund you if we can't do the job. And I feel we should get some additional hazard pay for, you know, trying to go into the sun. Well, like, I don't I don't want you to go, like, I don't want to go into the sun. I don't want to die. Uh, but if we could kind of, like, push it towards the sun, that would be, that would be great. I mean, if we could just get it in the sun. Being in proximity to the sun, the sun is still quite dangerous. The sun, the sun is pretty big. Look, it is a very big sun, isn't it? Like, I think it's difficult to miss that sun. Like, can you not, like, park up and then just chuck it? Is that not, is that not possible? Well, we do have cannons, so we could try. Like, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. Like, I'm not a delivery mm. professional right now. I am a hamster. Well, I um, am just a cleaner, so... Oh. Uh, what's, sorry, what's... I, I heard your name in the bar. It's Audrey. Um, yes. it's, it's lovely to meet you. I, um... I didn't, I didn't get your name and she turns to... To you, Cricket. Oh, oh, I'm cricket. I'd say it's, it's it's really nice to meet you. Thank you so much for you know your your really great piloting skills to get us out of that that horrible situation. Um, if you if, you know if you could if you could help me, like that would be incredible. All right, don't tell us a sob story. <laughs> Where's Lando? <laughs> <laughs> we cut over to the cannon room, and it's just me with my. Hands on the shoulders of a drunk Gary, the dragonborn dragon, 15-year-old Gary. And I'm just saying to him, now listen, mate, I, what is with the accents? Like, we know they change on a daily basis. Like, Audrey notices it. Like, even Cricket, who doesn't know who the fuck you are from day to day, notices it as well. Like, what's up, mate? Like, you can talk to me. I know I'm a 40-year-old fucking parcel cannon engineer but like what's up what's going on at home look mate it's just easier if i stay in the xn all day i'm very method when it comes to my tricking of upper management of the cosmic carriers look can't we deal with this when i'm doing an easier xn tomorrow that could well be cockney <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, Gary, until then, I'll I'll accept you for who you are, mate. You know, you just... Look, listen, Gary, whenever you're ready to reveal your real voice to us, we'll all be here for you, hand in hand. Just know that you can trust us and everything's going to be okay, all right? Really backed myself into a corner with this one, haven't I? Uh, thanks for that, mate. Uh Jamie, I know I have, have this as like a, a weapon that I can only use once per like short rest. But can Gary hiccup and a small puff of flame come out of his nose, please? Absolutely. Absolutely. You hiccup, the fire just boop, out of your mouth. And I and I say to you, right, okay, well, let's sober you up with some like coffee on the on, on the on the deck. Let's let's go find the, the girl, shall we? See what's going on with that tiny talking hamster that exists in this world. You bitcher. <laughs> <laughs> we head on up to the deck. Uh, so yeah, you arrive on the deck. You see this conversation going on. It's this massive chest that's in the centre of the of the deck, just in front in front of the the spelljammer helm. Um, the hamster is like, yeah. So I um, I made a promise uh, to a friend of mine. Um, we were, 
you know, we've, we've known each other for years and uh, she came to a bit of a bit of bother and uh, I, I made her a promise that I'd deliver uh, this to the star. Why is that? I didn't really have time to, to ask particularly about why this star. It was, it all happened really, really quickly. We were, we were being chased by pirates and my friend was, was she's ancient, very, very ancient. And she just couldn't escape anymore. So... Couldn't escape what? The pirates. Right. You see, solar dragons, like, rarely come out of, of their stars. And the last thing that that my friend wanted to do is just explore a little bit more. And she didn't know she was going to lay an egg. Um, and that takes a lot out of a solar dragon. And... It was really unfortunate that she ran into a pirate fleet and we ran into that fleet and they they caught her and she didn't escape. So hold on. You're not a dragon, are you? No, I'm a I'm a miniature space hamster. Right, okay, just just checking. I, I just wanted to clarify. Lot lots lots of weird things going on today, so just mm-hmm. just checking. Fucking hell man, even I could tell you she wasn't a fucking hamster. <laughs> Alright, mate. Alright, okay, yeah. Uh what what's in that chest then? Why why do you what's in the chest? I am. Um, I th- I think it's I think it's her egg, but I I can't open it. Have you tried to open it? Yeah, it's there's not a lock on it. Okay, so it sounds and like we just have to fire it. Maybe. I, uh, sounds I guess, like you want us to so. fire that chest into the sun to what? Make that egg hatch. I, I guess I don't I it was very it was a very fraught situation um so the battle can happened. I make a suggestion if it's if it's a little bit too dangerous if it's going to be a bit dicey you know what with it being a star or the sun or whatever why don't we just go at night so the sun will be off then it'll be a lot cooler so thoughts <sighs> who hired him <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Cricket, you signed the paperwork. I don't know if you looked at it or not, but you definitely signed him off. Yeah, well, we get a new one in every week, don't we? <laughs> don't say that. Don't mention how, how the last one died, all right? Don't 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 say that. Yeah, he had a weird accent as well. <laughs> Does anybody want to have a look at the chest? Go on. Let's have a wee nosy. Okay, give me an investigation check. Okay. I'll give you the help oh. action. I'll give you the help action, Audrey. Yeah, I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help anyway, so what the hell? That's going to be a five overall. <laughs> cool. Looks like a really lovely chest, actually. Yeah. It looks like it's really, like, you, you, you know, it's, it's gold. It looks great. Probably Amazed worth a bit of money. by the fact that it was small and now it's big. <laughs> I am going to say, even with the six, uh, you can see some text written on it. What languages do you speak, Audrey? I speak halfling, elvish, and dwarvish. Okay, you have no idea. 
what this thing says. <laughs> Does anybody speak the language that is written on here? I'm not sure what it is. Do we, um... Does anybody have a clue what this language is? I mean, I speak abyssal and common. Okay. I have an Ozzy as well. Um, I'm on Druidic, Giant, Draconic. Ooh. You can read it. Ooh. Which one is it? Draconic. Oh. What does it say? The rich want it, the poor have it, (laughs) and both will perish if they eat it. A bloody riddle. I didn't order a newspaper. <laughs> I give it back to I give it to give it back to Audrey. Well I'm not good at riddles at the best of times, never mind ones that I can't even read. I think I actually might be a bit of helpful once here, you know. I can read it. Cause I I can speak to Chronic, can't I, Jamie? You can. And I fucking love me a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling the wool over someone's eyes is kind of a, a thing a little bit close to my heart. So I'm going to say the answer is nothing. When you say nothing? What language do you say nothing in? Australian. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, with that accent, uh, you see a flash of golden light, a wave of heat. and It's, bro- it's broken my the- Zoom now, that. It has broken your Zoom. <laughs> your Zoom. This happens. But listeners will know this happens with Adam Zoom very often, where he will just his Zoom will cut out, and he'll just hear like a robot, like breaking, and he's totally frozen. He looks so happy. With he looks himself, so though. happy. He's so smug. Delivered the best joke and then bounced. <laughs> he's left now. He can't get any better than this. Yeah. He's done. He's like, yeah, fuck this, fuck this shit. Uh, and so he's you back. See... He's, oh, he's back. He's good now. It, it, it literally broke my Zoom, that joke. <laughs> uh, you see this chest whoop, open. Unclasps. Doesn't fly open, doesn't fling open. I bet you see this little. Here, what's inside? I take a look inside the chest. Take a peek. Yeah. Okay, so you, you just flick open the lid? I thought you said the the lid flipped open. It doesn't flip open, it just kind of pops open. The, so the clasp so has just come kind off, of, but the, yeah, the lid hasn't come off. off. It's not kind of flown open or anything. The okay. Clasp has come off. I, I go, oh, all right. Uh, you think it's all right? I'm saying this to the hamster. You think it's all right just to have a little look inside? I've I've never I've never opened it before. I don't I, I I'm not really sure what's in there. Okay. It wasn't a no. <laughs> You're right. It was not a no. And no means no. We know that. I flip the lid open. It opens and you see these kind of um this egg and it's bright purple and thick scales it looks kind of like a almost kind of like a, a purple amethyst like it's just a really kind of beautiful kind of crystal egg that you see in that chest so do we reckon that these pirates are after this solar dragon egg so they can i don't know wield it for themselves or something or use it to take control or something i, I don't know why they'd want it Solar dragons, they they go for a pretty price. Like, 
you know, a tooth alone is, I don't know, 200 gold. So what you're saying is we shouldn't put this into the sun and we should sell it. Because <laughs> well, we, re- we could retire on this, couldn't we? I'd rather, rather you didn't. Like, you know, we did, we have, you know, we've exchanged money for a service right now. So, you know, and you are delivery people, so... That's right, and you are talking. Yeah, but you're forgetting the uh, the, the cosmic carrier's catchphrase: "Finders keepers." <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I didn't. I thought I thought you had this kind of really big kind of like green rebrand, and you know you're all kind of carbon neutral now and that sort of stuff. I thought that was that was what was that's that's why I went. That's yeah, the company. Yeah, mate, the company's carbon neutral. We're not. We don't give a shit. I'm an ex-criminal. She's a fucking bug. Audrey's stolen my watch, and he's a drunk fifteen-year-old. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm more sort of chaotic neutral now than carbon neutral. Amazing. That's the most D&D thing you've ever said, and I've loved every second of it. That is <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm looking at this hamster like quite seriously now, being like, mate, we don't give a shit. Like, sure... Is like what's the? Do we need to put this into the sun for those pirates to stop following us? Is that is that what we need to do? Um, I think like it, it will get rid of the thing that they're after. I I I assume like I as as long as long as this gets delivered, like I will I'll hand myself over to them. It's fine. I don't think they'll they'll chase you or anything. I'll just you know I just re- I just really need this this to be delivered. It's just the one promise that I made. Can we keep the chest? Yeah, you can keep the chest if you want to. There you go, boys. All right, that chest will be worth a pretty penny. So, Audrey, I think what we need yeah. to do is you need to rummage through your bins, find all the cardboard and the, the packing peanuts and all that, because we need to make this little egg a little sphere so we can shoot into the sun, right? Yes, keep it nice and safe on its journey flying through space. Right, oh, okay. Well, you get on that. Um, I guess. I guess I'll get us closer, but not too close. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fancy frying today. Well, he's gonna cook dinner later then. It's not me again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like the meals you cook. I'm gonna be honest. Like, shit. Like, what do you mean? You're a bug. You live on shit. I don't like cooked <laughs> shit. I've never. Look, just because you don't understand, it's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. It's a delicacy for who? Your mandibles. I swear, I'm gonna. I'm just going back to my chair. <laughs> you get to see, you get to see I, the I, tree I just, just slightly rub your back a little bit, going like it's okay. Like it's you know, we we kind of we kind of both we kind of both eat shit in a weird way because you know I'm a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I like our ship. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder she can't get a date. She's eating shit all the time. Uh, cool. So, just to let you know a few mechanics. Uh, so, you aren't currently in range of firing the cannon into the, the can, firing the cannon, firing the package into the sun. You have to get a little bit closer. Uh, to do that, you are going to have to break slightly from the asteroid field because basically it um, goes asteroid field and a void in the middle and then the sun. So 
it will probably take you at full speed about a minute to get into range of that sun. Buckle up, everyone. <laughs> is, that the, is that the plan, Cricket? Is that what we're doing? We're going to navigate through these asteroids and then go out into the void when the, where the pirates are? Well, either that or we have to wait for them to find us or go, and I don't think they're going to get bored anytime soon. Right, okay. More stealthy manoeuvres then through the asteroid field until we get to the void? Oh, I like that. All right. Okay. You handle the cannon. Right. Gary? You and me back on the cannon, boy. Let's go. Audrey, you stay up here. Keep cricket company. Clean up anything that needs to be cleaned up. And give me my bloody watch back. Who said that this was your watch? (laughs) I thought we just discussed the company motto was finders keepers. (laughs) Uh, Aubrey's got like the employee of the month sign for the last like (laughs) six months. Each one daring a different piece of jewellery. Yeah. It's got different names on it as well. It's like the employee of the month. Uh, right, so the plan is you are going to stealth through the asteroid field and then gun it when you get to the edge. Is that the plan? Absolutely. That is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. DP. Cricket, give me a stealth check as you position uh, yourself. Oh, that's that's a good start. 18. <sighs> okay. Lovely. So you start to move through the asteroid field this tell me how tell me what you're doing tell me how you are getting so through. i've got like all four of my mandibles are kind of like attached to some of the tree roots to try and like you know like um and then like n64 controller like there's a it's really weird nobody really knows how to use it yeah. you're like you're not sure which like analog controller is doing what she's kind of doing that with some things she's like not really sure um, sometimes kind of getting her hand out and smacking a button or two and just trying to, like, jankily but accurately weave in and out. Cool. I love that. That's amazing. So you start to move through the asteroid field. Uh, you've rolled an 18 on your stealth, uh, which is cool. What is everyone else doing as you are preparing to kind of, like, gun it out of this asteroid field? Can I do from the, the cannon room, the parcel cannon room, can mm-hmm. I just be, for the time being, doing, like, constant perception checks to see if there's anybody, like, who's found us or is sneaking up on us? Like, I I don't want us to get into a dogfight, so I'm just mm-hmm. using the cannon crosshairs while kind of instructing Gary to do the same if he wants to, but just to, just to cover our six to see if anybody's coming from behind. Cool. Uh, roll me a perception check. 21. You don't see anything. Okay. Uh, Gary is not paying attention to any of uh, what Show's saying here. He's, he kind of fancies a bit of a dogfight because it's a bit boring, isn't it? Um, <laughs> this whole cosmic courier nonsense. So he is sh- vigorously shaking packages to try and discern the heavier things to fire at the cannons, basically. <laughs> Give me a or oh, give me a look check. <laughs> Not twenty. Yes. Hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, what 
what what do you find in a package? What is that thing that you're after that is being delivered that you are praying? What's what's the what's the key thing that you want? Uh, <laughs> is it a bread maker? Bomb. A bomb. Okay, I like the bomb. Okay. So yeah, Some, you, you are transporting Semtex or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. It's like it's been sent to like a government building or something like that, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, right. Yeah, we've just forgot. We've just forgot about it in the hull. It's just there, undelivered. That's great. <laughs> uh, I am gonna say that if you throw or fire that at someone, you can do five d six fire damage with that. On top of oh. the three d ten. Yeah, on top of anything. Okay. Cool. So you've got that. Nice um, find, Gary. Really good find. Not bad for my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I radio up to the to the deck and say, Oi, listen, guys, Gary's found a fucking bomb down here. <laughs> oh, Jay, what the hell does that mean? Is that, is that slang for kids these days? Well, Are they I, doing something naughty? I don't know anything about the slang, but I would hope it doesn't mean they found an actual bomb down there. <laughs> Maybe he means... The bomb. Yeah, like they found the best parcel ever down there. <laughs> no, no. I wonder if no, it's Audrey, Cricket, I am, I am not speaking millennial slang or whatever. It's an actual bomb. Gary, the Dragonborn Dragon, has found an actual bomb in our hull. So, yeah, do with that what you will. Gary sees no downside to this whatsoever. So if there is a security camera, he's waving it around like a Premier League trophy. (laughs) 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 Um, Audrey, what are you doing? Are you preparing? What are you doing? I'm going to find some bubble wrap to start wrapping this egg in to get ready to launch it into the sun. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Give me a slight hand. layers. (laughs) <laughs> Give me a slight hand check, see how well you do it. Oh, that's good, that's good. What's my add-on for that? That's a 22. I'm going to give you advantage on firing that into the sun. Yes! Everyone prepared? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cricket, you are flying the ship. I'm flying the ship. You get closer to the edge of the asteroid field. What do you do? As soon as we're going to start peeking out, I'm going to just like, like, oh, here we go, and just push everything forwards, just full throttle, like launching takeoff towards the sun. <laughs> I love that. So as you sit in your spelljammer helm, you kind of feel that surge of arcane energy flowing through the ship, and uh, you watch as the branches of the ship kind of hunker down. Uh, kind of like an athlete, kind of ready to kind of sprint. And uh, you hear the hum of that crystal at the back of the ship. You're gunning it. Yeah, I'm just going for it. Go. Back it up. You explode out of cover. You head towards the Star of Maria. That green trail of particles kind of flies behind you. It leaks from the engine as you race for the void. I'm sorry. Give me a deck saving throw. 10. Okay. So, Cricket, you feel a really sharp stabbing pain in your chest. (gasps) And you look down and you see nothing. 
and you look up and you see a harpoon embedded in the centre of the tree. And fucking as, harpoon! <laughs> as you look back, you watch a chain begin to materialise that connects to that massive ship that you saw at the start of your adventure. Oh, it's uncloaking oh. right behind you. Oh. You see flares going off and you see three more ships peeking around the larger asteroids. Uh, the second ship fires a harpoon that's mounted to the front of the ship. And it misses your ship. The third oh. ship fires a harpoon and misses your ship. Yes. The fourth ship fires a harpoon and it embeds in the hull of your ship. So you feel these kind of like, um, these chains are suddenly tight and you feel yourself being held back by these huge pirate galleons, but you are gunning it. So you are feeling like you feel slowed down, but you're definitely pulling these ships across space <laughs> and you're gaining distance from these three other ships, but they're chasing you. And that's where we'll end our session. No! <laughs> Jamie, I'm going to hand Jamie. that baton over to, to Ollie now. You did, you, you're good at this bit. You did this bit. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Well, thank you so much to our players, Molly, Billy, and Adam. And of course, our DM, Jamie, for coming through for another episode yeah. of Dice with Death. Everybody, give Jamie a little clap. Everybody on the Zoom here, let's give Jamie a little clap. Very well done. Golf clap. Very, yeah, Thank golf you. clap. Very nice. Very, um, golf very smart. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Dice Death Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And, hey, give us cash. If you have cash, we want your cash. <laughs> at Dice Death Pod on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Dice Death Pod. Shout out to everybody that donates to our Patreon. We really, really appreciate it. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, Jamie, if people want to find you online, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Jamoon1987 on Twitter. Lovely. Molly, where can people find you online if they want to come and find you and the content that you do on TikTok and all that stuff? What is your at? Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on TikTok at molly.m.r and on Twitter, molly underscore m underscore r. Excellent. Go and follow Molly and go talk to go at her about Audrey and her cleaning skills. Um, <laughs> Billy, where can people find you online? You can find me everywhere because I have no life at Billy Tricks. <laughs> yeah, everywhere includes Twitch, right? Everywhere includes Twitch, all of the platforms, literally no life. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I'm going I'm to compound this no life still, but I've been watching your streams because you've done like a, a proper little marathon of streams, haven't you? You've done like five, was it seven in a row? You did a whole week full of streams? Wow. Yeah, I did a stream streak because I needed the motivation to actually turn up because <laughs> anxiety is a thing. And I beat it. I beat it. You did Yay. it. Well done. So yeah, go to Thanks, go, go to twitch.com. Follow, uh, follow Billy Tricks on there. Um, Adam, of course, where are you online? This is where Adam's Adam, frozen. Adam's, Adam's frozen. Where? Adam's broken. Adam's frozen. He's broken again. Okay, we'll wait for Good. him to come back and we'll do that little bit. Good day, mate. You can find me on all the social medias at Adam Wellborn. That was really bad, Jamie. Um, 
And he's back. Yay. He's back to do his own outro. Here we go. Adam Wilborn, where can we find you online? You can find me across all social media at Adam Wilborn. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast plus the modifier. So roll a D20, add five, and then whatever you get, mark that out of five on our five-star rating on Apple Podcast. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Dice With Death. Say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.